New digital technologies are driving a step change in enterprise business transformation. At the Digital Twin Podcast, we explore the intersection of technology and business. What should your digital twin look like? Hello and welcome back to uh, the Digital Twin Podcast. Today, our topic is uh, digital culture. Uh, central to organizational culture and the digital culture is technology. Uh, but at the same time, there's a number of other things that impacts it, things that change because of it. Um, and it's one of the table stakes of digital transformation. So we want to talk about it today. And uh, maybe we'll start with uh, a question here, uh, Omar. Technology seems to be central to both digital transformation as well as the cultural change that comes about because of it. What are the key things that organizations need to keep in mind? What is it that they need to be paying attention to? Well, you know, technology is a, is a key component in, in really accelerating uh, transformational change within organizations. Um, it's, it's the one thing that keeps changing rapidly, right? Yeah. Every year, every you know, every few months, new technologies coming out, and they're trying to translate that. And how can I make my business uh, more efficient? How can I become more profitable? How can I use that technology to my advantage, right? Uh, the faster you bring technologies on board, the idea is there that I can get that edge over my competition, or I can start to become more. Um, uh, efficient and effective and, and know my business better, right? So technology is a very crucial piece of that. Um, and it's really going to be focused around areas that can really help accelerate growth, um, you know, do do simple tasks that normal humans would do regularly in a much more automated and, and uh, structured way. Um, being able to put a systematic procedure yeah in a way that it can be controlled much more uh, finely tuned with, uh, with software and technology. So you see a lot of areas in that. And, and with that, you know, there's a lot of change there, right? There's a lot of, yeah. you know, when we talk, you just mentioned organizational change, you know, really driving this digital culture. You start to yeah. shift the traditional tasks, roles, and responsibilities of some of the uh, employees or people to kind of be a little bit hesitant or affected by some of this. Um, so, which kind of leads into that, that, that frame of mind of how technology affects people, which is another key component within this digital culture is, you know, there's a lot of, you know, fear and stigma around how technology is quickly evolving and adapting within organizations or being tried. Um, and, and a lot of fear within that is people feel like they might be displaced by by you know technology, yeah. Um, you see a lot of things around that, and you know, you, you. I mean, what do you think? I mean, when yeah. when people talk about that, uh, the fear of displacement, it's a very critical aspect around culture. When you were talking, you know, I was reminded of what's happening now, right? There's a lot of uh, memes around digital transformation, and uh, I think we've talked about it. You know, who who is responsible for digital transformation in your company? The options are CTO, CDO, or COVID-19, right? I mean, a lot of 
people and organizations have been forced into change because of the current situation. And uh, just let's say something as simple as, uh, you know, being on one of the, the, the video conferencing um, systems today, right? Maybe folks are not that used to doing work on video cameras or standing or staying in front of cameras on, and on conference calls all day. But the, the, the current situation calls for it. That's a transformation that you're quickly making as an organization, as teams of people, to now start to work in, you know, in a virtual setting, but using different tools, right? And, and that's a big change. That's a big transition for people that haven't possibly done that before. And I see that every day. Yeah, it's a, that's an absolute critical piece here, right? I mean, this, you know, the COVID-19 situation has really accelerated and not only accelerated, but really exposed the, the, the value of some of these digital tools um, that were once being talked about and say they're nice to have, but now they're need to have, right? right? They become from a nice to have to a need to have to really survive in this new environment. So and also come to a big deal. Yeah, and they've also come to a a recognition that a lot of work uh, can be done remotely. People don't need to be in person, but also that means we have found better, more effective ways to collaborate. You know, through virtual tools, right? And you gave an example of uh, you know maybe having a certain digital methodology to do the data collection process or data entry process or. You know, that's also a very drastic change in how they go about doing their job every day. Um, and, and that's, you know, significantly impacting people, right? And, and people, that is a vi- big variable that we want to touch on next, which is how, does, how do people react, right? I know this is, you know, near and dear to you. You talk a lot about people and, you know, how, uh, how technology impacts people. Like, what is, what is your kind of, you know, take on, why, why is it such a big problem, a challenge when it comes to technology and people? Yeah, it's, you know, you know, most of it is obviously the displacement of it, but it's also, um, you know, it's a way of, you know, people look at its technology, a tool for maybe a micromanaging aspect as well. There's a lot of different ways that data- Am I being tracked? Yeah. Am I being tracked? Am I being more productive? Am I being measured against somebody by some data metric or a KPI that only management knows about? And should I be participating in this? Therefore, the adoption rate uh, goes down and it never gets thrown, it never gets used. So the misconceptions and the, the, um, the stigma around some of these tools can be very uh, alarming to normal people that don't have clear visibility and transparency of what the organization is trying to do. Yeah. Um, so, which which is a very unique thing because you know, more often than not, they hear the story that this will make their job more effective. They'll focus on more of the right things. That you won't be doing the mundane mundane tasks like you were supposed to do. You just focus on the value added things. But but in reality, as you start shifting to more value added things, you know. You can't have 10 people doing value-added things all the time without seeing value keep generating, right, from these value-added tasks. Yeah. Therefore, the, the stigma and how that kind of translates or that storyline or that, that um, the adoption there can be very challenging, right? Then, you know, I come back to transparency around these digital and technology tools. You know, it really takes some transparency, but it also 
ties right back into the leadership of that transformation. When we start looking at, you know, how this, this transformation is being brought down from a leadership point of view, right? We start talking about things like leadership style, right? How are they being transparent? What are they doing? What are they trying to achieve, right? And it brings back into that sense, you know, what is that look like you know from your point of view from a leadership style the people that are actually trying to drive these changes digital transformation changes i mean that's a it's a big i mean we had a segment on that alone but you know there's a there's a certain um yeah. criteria or you might say um framework around who might be you know whether it's one person a team of people or an organi organization that's geared toward it right i mean do you bring in all new people do you I mean you use the same people you know all these different questions start to go in how you manage the change and uh, it's a very important point we did a segment on digital leadership I think it was uh, episode three or so um, it's a good one to listen to if you haven't listened to but um, you know of course you have to have a transformational type leader I mean I think we're making a very clear distinction between leader and leadership style right um, there needs to be a digital leader that is transformational, leading the organization, reporting to someone like a CEO, right? Someone who is, is overall responsible for the organization. But then you can't have a one person bring all that change all by that person, right? By, uh, by a person or a team under that person, unless that team is cross-functional and you have clear... Uh, responsibilities and accountability assigned to various functions within the organizations that are also responsible for driving that change. And so, you know, one of the things we talked about is, you know, before we came on the segment is, w does, does every person that is responsible for that functional leadership need to be a transformational leader? Or is it about something else like a leadership style that needs to bring about the change that's necessary? Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, you know, each each organization has, you know, their own cadences, culture, you know, how, how things operate, right? Um, norms. Um, you're really challenging some of those things with some of the technologies and you, you you're right you know it takes a transformational leader and, and, and a good argument could be made that you really need a transformational cross-functional leadership team mm -hmm. because you know they're driving the, the functions themselves to change um, which in a lot of in a lot of ways um, are set in their way right uh, yeah. we've a lot of companies that are going through transformational change, they don't, you know, they've been through this, they've been growing for years, and they're trying to, to change a ship that's been going down this path for years. Yeah, and they're right? focused on their job. You can't blame them yeah. for what they're doing. They have a very specific task at hand, whether it's engineering, marketing, sales, whatever it is, right? They have a very specific focused task at hand, and, and, and so you can't blame them for really hyper-focused on it, right? Uh, but then they have to be open. Their style has to be open to change, meaning like, you know, you've come across leaders in, in, in your lifetime that are probably not open to failures, right? If, if, if something fails, they're, they're not okay with it, right? Failure is not an option. But change is all about, 
you know, trying and failing. If, if, if you're going to fail, you know, make sure that it's low cost, fail early and often so we can have a better, much more durable solution that you come up with, right? But you don't yeah. take months and years to fail. Fail quick, exactly. right? Yeah. But that, that tolerance of failure, that's a leadership style, right? Yeah, and it takes quick decision making, right? You, you can't, you know, and one of those, those areas that, that we look at is, is how do you make decisions quick to start trying things and moving the ball forward? Um, without jeopardizing um, crashing the ship or sinking the ship how do you test these things right can we make that turn can we can we can we extend that limit of that ship a little bit without really tipping it over or something right we need to keep moving on on those facets right yeah. and you know when you look at that you know we really you know you got to really start thinking about the realities of, of this digital change right and and, and a really an organizational change around technology is you know what is your current culture today right yeah. i mean is it ready for change do you need a primate to get to change what does that look like right and could this could are you guys able to be a digitally native culture right can you actually infuse your organization to really drive data insights on decision making uh, that's a question that needs to be asked and and the answer a lot of times is yes but how much are you willing to invest to get to that point and does it make sense right there so, is one other uh, uh, aspect um, to it organizationally like a you know as you know an information a cio organization you know information technology organization is traditionally tasked with you know reducing costs making sure that you're not taking on too much risk so really kind of risk mitigation and a lot of uh, companies that reports under a CFO, believe it or not, uh, that I've seen. Um, but really the focus is on infrastructure and, and cost reduction, and, and, and they're really treated as a cost center. But if you think about digital, the new age digital is about you know revenue creation or new opportunities, new strategies, right? So that's a cultural shift in the organization. You have to be thinking differently about your technology organization and the changes that that can bring to you in a different light. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, how to, how to really get more out of your customers, serve your customers. That's right? your number one job, right? That's you exist because, like because you're customer-centric. How can we do more for them, right? Whether it's being more efficient and, and creating more, you know, price uh, pressures or, or, or becoming more competitive, whether it's be, be being able to understand your product life cycle. I mean, we, we had a segment in this, uh, I believe it was uh, podcast five or six that we talked about, you know, how, how, how this really benefits the customer, right? Yep. And um, those areas are going to be some of the key areas that, that you're going to have to start figuring out, you know, you know, that change is the degree of change is what we call it is really how much time and effort you just labeled it very you know eloquently each function across cross function organizations you know they're doing their day-to-day -day. you know most companies will not operate as saying no we're gonna create a new role for somebody to say hey, we're just gonna have one guy try to fix all the cross function and worry about all the change in reality is that these cross function teams these new digital leaders that are really in charge of the functions are tapping into each individual resources to take that extra 10 to 15 percent to try the change on top of their day-to-day -day, which is not an easy not time. easy at all it's not easy so 
to understand the effort, the degree of change of your current culture to where you're trying to get to, is you got to take that into the to to your overall equation on, on you know, if you're really going to fail fast because your people didn't want to do it, or you're going to fail fast because man, they they went at it, they tried it, but it just didn't work. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, the, the, you know, the cultural aspect, and we hear about this whole agile, you know, obviously from a, a development, you know, Correct, perspective, yeah. right? Continuous integration, continuous CICD and all that. So that's all, that's all great, but I think the agile, agile way of thinking has to really crisscross all parts of the organization, right? You know, that's, that's why it's a cultural mindset and not somewhat of a programmatic approach to development, right? You know, you have to be open to change. You have to be open to trying something new and knowing that, hey, we tried and it didn't work. If you didn't try, you'll never know, right? And so that, you know, that confidence to really lead that change and say, let's try it. Let's, 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 you know, that's truly cultural, right? It's not just, it's just not just, engineering organization that has to you know follow that approach yeah and it's a very important piece that you make there right that most organizations really look at you know when you start choosing the types of transformational projects that you want to work on there's a very good possibility that these are going to fail but how can you build off of these failures are are these these digital projects that you're working on really Maybe touching two or three things in your organization. Maybe two two paths didn't work, but two still have legs. And we know that certain things are working for certain areas and certain paths and functions, right? Yeah. So you're getting wins. You're getting visibility. You're understanding what works within your organization across some of these technologies. But you're learning, right? It's a, it's not just failing. Yeah. You're learning as you, as you fail to figure out what works within your culture, your current culture. And you need to really identify whether it's if it's the it's a it's a people thing, the degree of change, or is a technology effort, thing, or is it a technology thing? You got to really look and weigh the weigh those out, out to really figure out what's really bringing the failures. Right, learn from that. You know, take some of that away, and you know, as as we start looking at that degree of change, time and effort, you know, do do organizations really have a good idea what that change looks like in the future? They're going down these paths. What does that look like in the future? Like, that, that, that's a great question, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, venture into answering that. But, but I, I do want to say, though, that uh, with the change, you know, when you describe the change as a technology adoption, right, organization looks at it as technology. Whereas if you if you communicate a vision for the organization, no matter what technology you choose, what technology you start with or fail with or be successful with, you're essentially communicating a change as a go-forward strategy, not necessarily a technology. We're going to change no matter what. If not this, then something else. Correct. So, so basically, the path of where they want to go, they, they're striving, they're reaching for the path of what they would like to see their future organization be like. Where they get to, 
is determined by how much they actually go through some of these digital initiatives and, and evaluate technologies and understand how the adoption will get them there. They may not get to that ultimate goal, but they're striving to be 50%, 60%, 70%, whatever that, that path is, at least for the interim, before they get to the next step, right? They mm -hmm. need to kind of show those gains, and we call those short-term wins or or how that affects the organization overall. Um, that's that's it. important to bring them along, yeah. Yeah, you have to build that confidence and make sure that the organization is adopting these things in a way that is really transformational, right? Mm -hmm. So, and... Um, you know, one thing too is, you know, I, you know, you can start to measure this through a vast variety of means, but, you know, how do you really see, you know, is it does it always have to be tangible, or, is, or can organizations really feel the intangible benefit of that culture shifting, right? Which is a very yeah. interesting question. A lot of people don't like to talk about intangible, um, you know, value uh, as as one thing that can bring to an organization, but. Uh, there is there is you know cases where that's going to happen some 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 uh, quite a bit and how do you actually continue on without showing actual cost savings or revenue generation? Yeah, but everything about digital transformation you may be you may not be able to measure in in quantifiable terms. That's the reality, and that's something that organizations probably have already come to terms with, right? There are going to be tangible aspects of it, but not everything will be. Um, but that doesn't mean that you don't do anything that have clear and tangible uh, benefits uh, that is that is shown immediately in short term, right? Um, but like like you said, cultural ch change is incredibly key to the digital transformation success. But how do you really measure it, right? Yeah. And that's a, it's tricky. It can be a little tricky, but you can feel it. But you can't put a price on the way your organization is going and feeling right on the that's culture, right. right? Well, great conversation. Absolutely. Um, we, uh, we can wrap it up right there. Uh, I want to make a, a point uh, about uh, other uh, locations where uh, our audience uh, can find us, obviously, as a podcast. This is on all podcast platforms. But we're also on uh, YouTube. Um, these videos are up on YouTube channel. Uh, look for Digital Twin Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter, um, Dig Digital Twin Cast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, come follow us. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this and uh, send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, any suggestions on uh, new topics are also welcome. Great. Well, we'll see you then. Thank you very right much. Now. Be safe.